Hello and welcome to another episode of Kitchen Conversations with James and Rama. My name is James. Introduce yourself, Rama. My name is Rama. On this episode of Kitchen Conversation today, we're going to be talking about the question, should you get your facts from social media? Rama, what do you think? We've been watching through our scrolling through our social feeds, seeing different pieces of news and facts in social media in and around COVID, the vaccine, other just other pieces of news as well. What do we think about social media being a such source of truth? Uh, yeah, this is, I mean, this is the question that actually started uh, a couple of days ago when I messaged you, James, remember? I, I, I got a message on my WhatsApp feed from one of my community groups and somebody posted a health advice about a vaccine, but the video, it wasn't a video from a reputable source, you know, whether that's a news agency or a, you know, health, I don't know, journal. Hmm. It was from a TikTok video. And I just, I, I, I it, it, for the first time ever, I've actually responded to that group, um, which I've, you know, I've seen many, many hmm. comments around the, uh, the hesitancy around vaccines and stuff uh, in that group. There's especially this uh, one or two member in there that are very strongly opinionated about why they think it's a, it's a choice that they, they should be able to make. And, um, and I said, fair enough, but I said, you, you can't back up your statement with a TikTok video. I said, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And, and I guess that's where this question came up. Like in today's generation, the new, you know, the, the young kids, I think they understood what TikTok is and what, you know, Instagram is and what it's meant for. But unfortunately, a lot of the adults who want to get into it and, mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, get their app installed and, you know, get an account made by their daughter or their son and go, can you make me an account because I want to be in because my mate's in it. They don't understand the difference between when somebody makes a parody or a satire versus real news. And they just took, and and, and also it doesn't help that there are people out there who purposely make, Mm. you know, misinformation video on these platforms Mm. just because they wanted to get the views. Definitely. uh, Which equals the monetary, um, you know, sort of uh, incentives for them. Right. So what, what happened here? I mean, you asked this question, right, James? What, what happened when we start taking advice from these places where the credential of the people giving it are not, you know, known or the, is, the quality of it is not well established? What are your thoughts? Uh, it becomes this slippery slope of all of a sudden um, we live in an age where we go down the road of all opinions that are equally valid. And I think I came across a book called Death of Expertise that I mentioned to you where anyone who is an expert or a specialist, someone like a doctor and someone who could be a specialist, like an epidemiologist who's specialized in the area of disease, disease control and viruses, all of a sudden their voice, their opinion, their actual experience and research doing things gets minimized when you have a sea of voices of people posting things on social media and it just, people then are very quick to share the thing that is emotive and tugs at people's emotions. And it's like, and often negative as well. It's usually the negative emotions. People um, like fear being afraid of something happening is one of the big ones, like anger, outrage, controversy, instead of actually pushing to people towards, hey, we can do this really positive thing together. And you'll probably even notice that reading news headlines, but as more more and more people can be willing to share 
the negative, the thing they want to be scared of, the thing that they want to avoid. And all of a sudden, one person's post on Facebook that could be made public can be shared again and again and again and again. And then thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions can potentially see that and either be like, oh, yeah, actually, I think this thing is legitimate. I agree with it. I think it's right. And just the credibility of the source. And I think there's an art to journalism that we're missing and starting to lose as information gets spread. Like all the information is at our fingertips, but there's so much of it we can't digest it well. We're almost like digitally, this is going to coin a term, we're almost digitally constipated because there's just too much to take in so we can't get like the right outcome at the other end. And, and I agree. And, and unfortunately, a lot of these platforms have people on it that have more, uh, I guess, uh, what do you call it? They, they just have more audience than some of an actual person that actually has the, the right uh, experience and the right knowledge mm. to make an actual advice. Um, and, 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 you know, the, that guy might, might have a platform like, you know, I don't know, say like New York Times, right, or something mm. that's, so he's got a decent audience, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't compare to somebody who's on social media who has, you know, 10 million followers, right? Who mm. can reach so much more and 10 million followers, their followers could be sharing it even further. So that 10 yeah. million could reach even more people than New York Times could probably reach. Um, you know, mm. and it's, it's crazy now that we get to this stage now that it, that's the place where people go and get the information first. And you're right, you know, these... Uh, digital constipation that you're talking about, I, I agree because sometimes it's hard to sort through everything. Um, mm. I myself, you know, I, I think I, I finally reach a, a uh, what do you call, what's, what's the point you call when you reach the actual, you know, the, the limits of what you, you can, you know, your, Max your, your, out your, your knowledge. Or? Well, just your, your, what your mind is willing to tolerate basically. Um, there's a word for I, it. The it's, straw it's, that it's, broke the calorie, time yeah, the camel's so, back. Like that, as in, Balance threshold. threshold. I, I just, threshold. Something happened to me a few years back that just said, you know what, I'm done with that. You know, in terms of, that's why I, I'm not, as you know, I'm not active in social media. I mm. don't, I have, I have an account in every platform. I just don't use it. Mm. I really don't. And, and it's because the stuff I see come out of it, there's more bad than there is good, you know, and people unfortunately are very good now at um, manipulating this platform mm. for their benefits. Like the people that want to get really good views, they know how to make their videos. They'll make, they'll mash up a few images of things, with really nice music that will touch your heart. And unfortunately, none of, sometimes the the videos are not even from the same period or whatever the message trying to get. It's not even from, from an actual r- real yeah. source. It's all just fabricated stuff. Like, because I know that there's there's videos around, you know, miracles or there's videos around, oh, look at the sadness of this thing. But sometimes it's not even real. Like it's it's all mashed mm. up footages of different events and all trying to be put towards this one oh, message that it's trying to push. And one example I've seen to get political is like building on what Trump was saying about Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe Biden, and just seeing people create videos where it's like a mashup of things out of context so all of a sudden you have this montage of two seconds, three seconds, five seconds of clips back to back to back to back. So you might get a five-minute video that's cut and edited in a particular way to serve, make a particular point, but for each of the little clips, you don't actually see where it sits in a sequence of things. Mm. And, like, 
it's the blessing and the curse. It's the power and the responsibility of editing and putting those things out. One example I've thought about is making wine videos. I like making videos about the world of wine so people can learn more about it. And I came across articles in the news being like, oh, there could be things in wine. There could be things in red wine that have a positive impact on COVID in terms of lessening severity. I'm like, do I make a video about that? Do I make like a breaking news style video to be like yeah. latest updates about wine can help beat coronavirus is the right. headline that can be taken now, out of context. Correct. Or do I go and find the academic journal study that says, hey, this is a study. This is what I think the study means. There's a link to the study in the description below if you want to read it and see if you come to the same conclusion but, as me. But think about it. Imagine you made those two videos. Which one you reckon are going to get the more views and the more hits? Oh, the first one. People want to jump on the controversial. People are looking for a silver bullet. But, but you're also adding to the the issue that we're you know we're talking yeah. about. Here. You're basically you know uh, you know uh, what do you call it? Contributing to it, right? Yeah. Like, very much. You're, so. you're, you're becoming you know within that uh, that space, and, and that's that's the problem. But unfortunately, because that's what that's where the views come from, and that's mm. where you know. And again, everyone, no one's all. Uh, the majority of the people that are on this platform are not there for, you know, for trying to do good. Yeah. They may say it once they've become successful, they go, I want to do good. I want to do this. But yeah, mm. nah, unfortunately, I, I still don't see it. And, you know, sometimes people, uh, and, and it's funny, like, I mean, if, if I, I know some of the biggest like YouTubers, uh, you know, mm. the, the one that not known to you because they're Indonesian YouTubers, for example, right. They're going and now that they, they're making so much money that they're going around and giving people money on the street. But then, Okay, fair enough. That's trying to do good. Yeah, trying to help these people. Yeah, but don't don't go and film it and turn it into a content because that mm. is not, you know. Again, that, that that just annoyed me when I see that. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, then do it, but do it silently, right? And do mm. it so that it's out of the goodness of your heart, not because you want to make another content that will then get you those money back anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you almost you, in- you've done nothing basically. <laughs> the good becomes an investment, not a sacrifice. So it's not giving someone something to help their need in private to look after them. There's also that double-edged sword of you're making content to try and get views to make more from it in the future. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I said, I, again, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to win any argument because, you know, again, I, I don't, I'm not vested enough to, 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 to be that passionate about this in, in terms of trying to, trying to, um, I guess trying to get to the bottom of why they do it. Fair enough. You know, some of them might have a genuine good heart, but mm. I just feel like that when I see things like that and they've now, uh, uh, other outlets start picking up the story and then running yeah. it, it just, it doesn't help the, the situation at all. You know, whatever the good did that they do is now being tainted by the fact that that thing actually made them more, more views. And actually, like I said, they, they probably made more money from that video of doing the good deed mm. than then actually just doing their job, for example, yeah. right? Like they, they, I don't know. It's 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 a weird, it's a weird thing, and maybe I don't understand it because I'm not in that world. You know, there's a if there's a a mega YouTuber out there somehow listening to this, they can tell me I'm wrong and then and put me in my place. Fair enough, you know. Please do because yeah. it's uh, it, it's it's just it's just crazy. Like it's how these platform now has given people a way to to have an impact in the world, but mm. then they don't use it the right way. It, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's that, it's that stupid Spider-Man thing that keeps coming up in my head, you know, with the uh, great power comes great responsibility thing. Yeah. 
A lot of these people have great power. They're definitely not taking any responsibility yeah. for it. Oh, yeah. As influencers, <laughs> even just saying like how the platforms like Instagram are trying to change and adapt to make it like you have to have mark posts that are paid as sponsored or hashtag ad so that it's clear to the audience that this isn't just like a casual, hey, look, I'm at a beach or I'm at this place with this product conveniently featured on my right to (laughs) show how much better this thing is making my life. Like, I don't know, I've got a cup of tea in front of me, for example, and it's like, and... No, no weekend complete isn't without a cup of twinings. <laughs> I, like, I just picked up something that I'm actually using, but because people try and convey and incorporate products like that into to life, or hey, sign up and and get ten percent off twinings with Kitchen Conversations ten at the twinings website. This is like I'm making up ads on the spot. These yeah, aren't real, yeah, yeah. but like it becomes part of how people use social media to give products and they're getting an a cut as an affiliate. And I think my biggest thing is being able to do that transparently so people know you get a financial benefit from yeah. it. That, that I understand and it's great that the platforms are now starting to push this out, right, to make it a bit more transparent. Mm. But at the same time, like I said, you know, in my example, like people are making those, you know, sensational news and all that. Mm. You know, they're going to get some financial benefit out of it without really doing any actual advertisement. They're not going to be marketed in advertisement. So I don't know. For me at the moment, I, I, I really, like I said, my social media consumption is, re- I try to limit it to things mm. that are actually going to enrich my life in some form. Or I try to make it, if it's entertainment, it has to be pure entertainment. It doesn't have, a, it doesn't have an agenda. You know what I mean? Like mm. I really... I'm really selective of what I watch yeah. now on YouTube and what I actually um, look at in Instagram and in Facebook and stuff. I don't really use Twitter much these days. Um, Which is good. And no, 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 I'm on TikTok. That's one platform I don't yeah. actually have an account. I mean, I'm, I think I'm glad that I don't have an account because I want to yeah. stay with that, that platform as long as oh, I can. It, it's really, I, I was watching, because I love thinking, like I did marketing, I love thinking about how the platforms work and the technology that goes behind them. But in terms of how content is distributed through like an Instagram, a Facebook, a YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, a friends, followers, people you kind of know and follow and that you've gone and kind of opted into Mm. seeing. Mm. Um, YouTube often is search-based, so you're answering a question or answering something or you subscribe to someone TikTok is purely algorithm um, driven from what I understand of it. I'm not on it, but I've watched videos about it (laughs) where effectively you get your 10, 15 second clip, scroll to the next one, 10, 15 second clip, scroll to the next one. So it becomes this digital buffet of short little pieces of content and it's the algorithm selecting and curating it so you go to TikTok for the experience that the algorithm gives to you compared to getting updates about the friend, like friends and family's life, mm. like people are using it as kind of 15, 20, 30 second clips of entertainment, short yeah, doses. So I guess, I guess if, if you've been watching a lot of, uh, you know, coronavirus vaccine videos on TikTok, I guess your feeds are going to start filling up yep. with those type of content. Yep. Because it's trying yes. to cater to your, what you actually want to watch and it's, can you imagine that? Like, 
it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so it's, yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is my concern around this is people are, are taking advice from mm. people in these platforms. And I think it's terrible when it's done, when it's done wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes, you know, the, the video I sent you today goes, you know, the guy, Hey, I'm doctor, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know if he's a real doctor. Uh, yeah. You know I mean? There's no way for me to know that. Unless I go and search for his name, you know, go and, you know, but it's, I could go in there right now and uh, record a 50 second video and say I'm a doctor. No one was going to know that unless you know me personally. Yeah. It's like, hi, I'm, 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 I'm doctor something, something. I've got my phone up to my face and yeah, I'm gonna got say, this hey. breaking news about this thing that does stuff because of this other thing. Yeah. Exactly. No one's going to know that. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a doctor. I work for the government. I've come across this paper. I have to tell you this real quick. Look, I'm going to be arrested in the next... Like people might pick that up and actually run it. Like <gasps> This poor person. Conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's like uh, whatever, you know. It's like, it's it's this is the thing. Um, I guess going back to our main topic when we, we started is, you know, should, should you mm. get your, your news from social media? You know, should that be the first place for you to get facts from? Like, and you know, free, feel free to comment and tell us what what your thoughts are because I'm I'm curious to know what mm. what is people's you know thoughts to this because I, I I mean you know I guess what do you call it uh, classic journalism is dying anyway as it is you know if you look at try to watch Channel Seven and and see if that's real news or not it isn't it's it's BS it's all just again similar to what they're doing in social mm. media oh what's the hottest thing right now oh yeah you know this uh, kid you know he can juggle five. I don't know, volleyballs or something. It's like, because it's more cooler than actual news of, you know, they're trying to stay away from the bleak stuff because people don't, don't want to watch them because they, they need to get the ad revenue, right? From the mm. viewership. Yeah. And like, uh, pretty much my, like, I don't watch TV through the traditional media anymore. Like, I will not really ever turn on Channel 7, Channel 9, Channel 10, or anything. I might watch a clip that I see pop up on YouTube. And that's it. But then it's literally just the clip of a segment that I might be interested on that I see come up compared to then sitting there and watching the whole yeah. news. You're right. I mean, and this is why I don't like doing that anymore. I'm like, yeah, I had mm. enough. Like, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm over this thing. Um, so, although sometimes, you know, I said, I, I do watch it sometimes for the local stuff that they do. Some, yeah. But these days, I don't know, man. It's it, you, you don't know anymore. I mean, ABC in Australia is supposed to be the kind of the non-biased, right? It's supposed to be neutral news because it's government-funded um, news. But remember, even the government, you know, whoever whoever is the ruling party has an agenda, whether it's the left or the right. So technically, they could never be neutral, can they? Like, because if they go and go full neutral, you know, the government's just going to cut their funding. <laughs> which, is all, all very, which is its own news story in and of itself. Um, yeah. The ABC losing funding because it no longer, it doesn't want to you yep. know bow down to the uh, to the left you know yep. liberal or, that or the other thing and it's one of those things that I think about with news sources that I consume I probably will look at I probably see news articles suggested or posted on social media particularly scrolling through Facebook and I'll click on ones like I think I've hot I've re- like gone out and hidden like news.com.au and stuff like that because I'm like no <laughs> these are just too clickbaity for my liking. And like dailymail.co.uk, too clickbaity. Um, but like I'll click on articles from Sydney Morning Herald, ABC, The Guardian, and re- actually read through them. Um, there's a part of me that misses reading and reading long-form content in journalism. 
um, and also clicking on articles from Australian Financial Review. But I think one of the things I miss is kind of picking up like a Time magazine or the The Economist and having a really nice, dense, meaty article, well thought through, well researched, well written to yeah. go through and read. Um, Unfortunately, those media uh, don't get the viewership and, yeah. and you know, don't get the kind of the, the customer base that they, they used to, which means they can't afford to do those things anymore, right? Yeah. You have to and go through this sensationalized news now to, to make up their margin. Yeah, and more and more where we live in a society that wants things instantly, instant gratification, instant attention, where like yep. goldfish-like attention spans, three seconds, new thing, three seconds, new thing. Uh, like you, but- you've seen it with me. It yeah, work. it's like James butterflies snap out of the butterflies. Yeah, exactly. Focus, but yeah, so don't don't uh, don't knock the goldfish, mate. They've been now scientifically proven not to lose memories in twenty seconds. You know, oh, <laughs> yeah, so that's been scientifically proven now. So let's not let's not get uh, oh, I'm, out I'm, there, James. What I'm perpetuating uh, metaphors and analogies, but yeah, no longer <laughs> accurate. The but irony of that that it sits so, within. Those metaphors need to go away now because now it's been something proven that they actually remember things. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like case in point of people will just repeat the things that they've heard from somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And so. <laughs> they hold it to be true and don't assume. Like I'm just trying to imagine right now what it would have been like for someone to sit there and study like the memory of a goldfish. Like how do you actually design a scientific experiment to test that? Oh, I think I, I'm pretty sure I watched it. I watched the actual article um, on this and apparently they, they released food at a particular, you know, I think they had like a different feeding tube or something yeah. and they only released it at one feeding tube and see if the fish remembers which one it comes out of. And I think after a couple of days, the fish actually goes to the, only that one tube only because it knows that's where the food comes out from. So yeah. it did not forget it that it happened yesterday. So... <laughs> I think they proved it. I'm pretty sure they proved that our goldfish do have memory, natural That's memory. Awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's just good. Um, I thought, look, I mean, I know we're probably coming to the end of this because I want to hear everyone's thoughts, but I thought I'm going to spin up a new segment uh, for you on the fly. Here we go. Ooh, ooh, let's go. We're doing, a, <laughs> doing it pre-recorded live. <laughs> <laughs> pre-recorded live. How about this? You know, I think uh, if people are listening, they probably want to know, What's one thing that you can recommend people watch, listen to, or do um, that you're currently doing? Oh, watch, yeah. listen to. Yeah, or anything. Like I said, you know, do you point them to an article, point them to a video, a YouTube video, point them to a podcast, point them to something. I just thought it'd be interesting to share this at the end of it to go, here's what I've got, I'm doing right now. Um, and then yeah. maybe you might, you might be interested in, boom. And you know yeah. what? Like I said, there, there's no affiliation here because we, again, I, I'm throwing this to James on the fly, by the way. On the fly. I haven't I've, talked to him about this, but I thought... No, I'm just looking, I just picked up my phone. I'm like, hey, let's open the podcast app. Let's see what I've subscribed to and I really enjoy listening to. Um, one, I've been listening to kind of bite-sized marketing episodes, the mm. Marketing School Digital Marketing and Online Marketing Tips with Eric Sue and Neil Patel. Um, I also follow them on YouTube, so they're kind of bite-sized chunks of marketing. Um, I've really enjoyed... I'm not sure where they're at now in terms of um, keeping going on, like Freakonomics Radio with Stephen Dubner, um, economists that explore the hidden side of everything. Just love how they break down... Um, ideas, incentives, yeah. how things work. I actually listen to them. So there you go. See, that is what I mean. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that you're mentioning are very well known. Like, Freakonomics yeah. is very well known. They got a very good follower. But 
the other one I did not know you know the yeah. marketing stuff and if, you know again this is a bit what I'm saying is trying to get some engagement to these guys because they're listening to us going huh I wonder what they listen to or what they yeah. watch and I think that's why I just thought you know let's do this segment at the end of our videos we go look yeah. this is what I'm doing right now yeah. Do it if you want, you know, kind of thing. So Yeah. And this was this was one for me in my content creation and my YouTube journey. I've been loving the Think Media podcast. I think they started about last year. They've been releasing an episode every Tuesday. And I think I've pretty much almost watched every single one of their eighty eight episodes now in either podcast or on YouTube. I have probably got it like a solid hit rate on those, just tips and tricks for applied marketing strategies and things that I absolutely love thinking about. But they also, they're purpose-driven content creators. Um, and I love that about them, that they want to help, I think, 10,000 people make a full-time living. Um, and it's also, they want to help 10,000 purpose-driven people make a full-time living with YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very clear their why up front. And I think that's one of the things, knowing why people are doing things when they're sharing news, sharing articles, when you understand the why and you understand someone's motivation, it just helps. Yeah, no, it's good. Like I said, I've actually come across this video um, probably about two years ago uh, on just, you know, again, you know, YouTube setup, you know, camera setup, equipment setup Mm. and stuff like that. I used to do small chunks on that, you know, what microphone is good, you know, what kind of setup is great. That's how I got a lot of my kit actually from the guy, when you, when you sent me the link to them and I thought, oh, I remember watching this. Yeah. So that's, I bought my microphone based on his recommendation. I bought yeah. my, uh, like the, my setup basically based on his recommendation. Yeah. So the microphone I got right now is actually based on his recommendation. Yeah. So it's like, and it's just like catchy little phrases they throw in that I love. Sean Cannell rhymes with channel. Mm, that's right. That's right. So yeah, that's, it's just interesting. I'm, for me at the moment, I'm listening to this one audio book. I've already started. Um, I'm, I'm about two hours in. Um, mm. It's called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Yeah. So he's the first person to ever complete the three specialized training in the in the American um, Defense Seals. Was that he? Was that, he? Yeah. So he was a he was a Navy Seals uh, air tactical. Uh, what was this? And then he also did the Army Ranger. So that's the three specialized. Field and they said no one ever yep. completed all three trainings. Somebody might have done two, wow. but he completed all three. And then, you know, basically knowing the hardship he went through and what made him to have that kind of grit and determination was very useful. So I thought if the, if you want to sort of listen to that, and you want to listen to it for free, if you don't, if you don't have Audible, go sign up. You get what two free books, I think, in your first month, and just get that book and cancel if you want. I don't. Yeah. Again, Audi- Audible is not paying me, so I'm not gonna go and uh, you know advocate for them, but. I, I literally did that, um, but although the funny thing is, and this is, I guess, this is my my tips for Audible is that if you sign up and you cancel, they'll probably offer you another free one in about three or four months, trying to get you back in. You can do it. Yeah, get your and cancel again. <laughs> I've got about sixteen books by now, but I keep repeating, rinse and repeating. So yeah, so take that Amazon. Uh, <laughs> I like that segment. Yeah, so it's just great idea looking. on the fly. It's interesting. I just thought I just thought about it now, and I thought, look, what happened if we do this? And I thought it was useful if people really want to know what do we do in our spare time. And like I said, let's recommend anything quick, yeah, video, a, a mm. podcast, an audio book, or whatever. So I thought, yeah, you you did a podcast. I did an audio book this week, but yeah, I hope you like that. Mix it up. I love that idea. So any any closing remarks, Rama? Uh, closing remarks. Well, I'm hoping that Australia or New South Wales will announce their Freedom Day on no- uh, October the 18th. 
And um, we can actually see each other, James. We can. It'll be good. Like we could, we set this up last lockdown to be able to podcast remotely, but it's like we now actually are looking forward to seeing each other and it'll be nice to not have it imposed as a restriction upon us anymore. That's right. <laughs> so make sure you stay safe, stay healthy and follow the government guidelines and respect the public health orders. And we'll see you in the next episode, everybody. Bye. Bye.